Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Privileged Black Kids with your host, Kendall Camp. On today's episode, I brought on one of my best friends, Grayson Fling, to discuss how the coronavirus is affecting college students. Um, Some of the things that we discussed in this episode were students being pushed out of dorms, um, classes going online, and how this is going to affect commencement ceremonies being postponed. Um, Just to note, when we speak on family situations, we know that family situations are very subjective. There are people right now to where they're going to go home and they're going to be fine and have a great time. And there are people to where they're going to go home and have a terrible time and go through a lot of things. Um, So try to keep that in mind when we are speaking about this, um, that family situations is really subjective and it's tough to give, um, I would say, good or great advice about that because you cannot put yourself in someone's shoes and you can't relate to everybody. Um, Also, me personally, I really want to pray for people, for students that have campus jobs. Um, I know a lot of people that to where their campus job and not just supports them um, going throughout college, but also their families as far as, you know, what they might need um, in their homes. Um, Also, through this tough time, make sure to wash your hands um, and definitely practice social distancing and try to be as healthy as possible. Um, As far as this podcast, I have more content coming soon, um, so be on the lookout for that. If you want more updates, follow our Instagram page at Privileged Black Kids Podcast. I'll put the link in the description. Thank you guys so much. And here's another episode of Privileged Black Kids. Hello, guys. This is another episode of Privileged Black Kids with your host, Kendall Camp. Today, we are recording this on a Monday, March 16th. Um, I'm speaking for one of my best friends, Grayson. Grayson, how are you? <laughs> I'm pretty good amidst all of this. How are you? I'm doing all right. Could be better. Um, I really want to bring you on today to talk about how coronavirus is affecting college students. Of course. Um, There's a lot of things that have happened within the past week, and I don't even know if I can put into perspective how bad it's been. But for you, like, what have you noticed as far as coronavirus affecting college students, you know, so, so quickly? Well, I want to say one of the first ways we were really affected by this was just the whole moving out process. Mm-hmm. Because you already know when we move in during the fall semester, that takes about a week for a lot of people. Yeah. For me, I was lucky enough and it took maybe two days, wow. um, but usually it takes a week and mm-hmm. sometimes longer for some people. So the fact that we were told last minute that we have to move out yeah. by the end of this week, it took a lot of, threw a lot of people off guard including myself, mm-hmm. I had to really rush and make sure that I had things set in stone so that I could thoroughly move out mm-hmm. by the end of this week. And even then, that was still a little bit of a struggle for me mm-hmm. because it was so last minute, you know? Yeah. Do you think as far as, you know, it happened all so quick, do you think a lot of these institutions are making the right decisions, you know, making kids move out so abruptly? I think they're doing their best at some, with something that is so, I don't know, I think they're doing their best considering everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. I feel like they could handle things much better by just communicating to us a lot more. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're often left in, in the dark about yeah. a lot of things and we have to go to Twitter or Instagram and even people from neighboring mm-hmm. institutions to find out what's going on within your own institution you know mm-hmm. did you have that issue with it's funny you say that because um for at least for me and all my friends we didn't figure that figure out that we had to probably leave um till we saw an email and i think i was going to clark faculty <laughs> uh-huh. and i think I, th- I don't know if you saw but we all saw it and we were just like yo what and then it didn't take to the next day <laughs> till students from morehouse and spelman actually gave an email you saying know. y'all gotta move out so I mean, I, I get where they're coming from. Um, of course, with my dad being in education, it's a tough time for people that are, that are industry leaders mm-hmm. in that field because this all happened so fast, you yeah. know? I, what, what like last week, we weren't even thinking about, <laughs> thinking this. about this. Yeah, we were just like chilling, you know, <laughs> thinking the second half of this semester is going to go great. great. Mm-hmm. And now we're to a point to where we all have to go home. Um, everybody's big about, you know, now going within self-quarantine. Yeah. And, you know, it's been a lot. Um, but one of the things that came on my mind when this first happened is I don't think people realize like how many people cannot just go home Home. abruptly. Yes, exactly. 
Oh, did you did you have something to finish on that? No, it's more of just a. When it happened, I really thought like, man, because you know, I think you actually you actually asked me, you're like, Kendall, like, how are you doing? Like, are you good? And I said like, honestly, I'm blessed. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I have a family to where they can get me home um, as fast as possible. Yeah. You know, I have family out here to where I can like put all my stuff at their house and be fine. But there's a lot of people to where they don't have that family around the area to where they can put all their stuff. They don't have the money or the resources to get back home in a timely manner. Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of people are forgetting about this around, you know, around this time. Yeah, most definitely. And I think this is where our sisterhood and our brotherhood come into play. Mm -hmm. Just so people feel like they're not alone. Mm -hmm. Because we're all going through this struggle together, whether we like it or not. And that's why I've, I've loved the most recent responses that a lot of people, especially alumna, have had on us. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've gotten more support in the past year than I have now mm. because of this virus mm. you know you have a lot of alumna on um social media reaching out to students saying offering their you know their apartments mm. they're offering food and it's just like wow like people care about me yeah. people are really looking out for me mm. and it's just really nice to see this you see people even as i was walking on campus mm. um and when i was packing up in general on mm. saturday I saw sisters, you know, helping each other pack up people's cars mm -hmm. and, hey, I can drop this stuff off at my house. I just mm -hmm. wanted to let you know. Do you want to join me for a meal? Mm -hmm. I've gotten a couple of those questions. And it's just really nice seeing that play out. And it's especially nice just because, you know, you really know that you're not alone. Yeah. America's is it's kind of weird as far as, you know, when we have the toughest times, we tend to really bond together. Mm -hmm. Um I thought of it too. I was talking to my dad about this and he said, um, I haven't seen America really get together like this since 9-11. Wow. Um, so that's typically how our country is, you know, or people, human beings in general, when they're really tough times, mm -hmm. people forget about, you know, politics and, you know, interest and what people have to do, but it's like, all right, let's try to bond together and work together. Yeah. Um, oh, I have a quick question though. Um, why do you think it takes for things to get really, really bad for us to work together? I can speak in, I guess, in two. Well, I want to speak more on this situation because I don't think people realize how fast and abrupt this was. Um, for me personally, I remember looking at this about two weeks ago, I think, or maybe even like a week and a half ago. Mm -hmm. And me and my friend, we were talking about it and she was like it's not that bad, like, it's just the flu. And I was like, well, I don't think it's just the flu. And we kind of went back and forth about it. And then it happened so fast to where people just didn't know. Like, yeah. we're, we're in the state of people are asking, so why is everybody getting together and, you know, helping out each other? Nobody really knew. The experts did. You know, the people who have been looking at this since, you know, I think early to mid-January. Yeah. And then people, I think... Um, a lot of people that maybe were ahead maybe two weeks ago, they were thinking, yeah, this is about to get really bad. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people didn't know. I think people are, are forgetting that as far as people who are in politics, people who are in business, people who are in the healthcare industry. Like A lot of people didn't really see this coming as fast as I thought they thought it was. So I kind of get why America has been um, kind of really reuniting and really trying to do everything together. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know if that answers your question. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, I, it, it kind of does. Uh, it's just really... I just really noticed how a lot of people at first were very nonchalant to the issue. Mm -hmm. Because of the fact that at first it was overseas. Mm -hmm. And we didn't think of, oh, snap. Traveling yeah. is what brings stuff mm -hmm. over here. Mm -hmm. And I don't think we really started to take it seriously until something as big as the NBA yeah. being canceled. And when the NBA was canceled, everybody was like, wait, wait what? what? <laughs> I was like, oh, that's one time. So when I heard that, I was like, oh my goodness, like no NBA. Like this is actually happening. And then it was literally the day after we got the email saying, you got to move back home. And I was just like, I was like, wait, what? what? You know, like you just start thinking of all the things that you have planned out for the rest of the semester. semester. Mm -hmm. And it's just done. And then you really start thinking about, you know, other people as far as you know work study jobs being canceled like think of those people that they have a job on campus they're trying to you know pay for college and it's just all gone it's gone. done yeah and those are the people i'm most concerned about because what if they were working to support their families mm -hmm. and it's just like that's that mm -hmm. form of income stops so mm -hmm. how can they 
help their families mm-hmm. when they're back at home because you also have to consider that a lot of cities are considering shutting down. Shutting down. Mm-hmm. Like on my way here, I was actually I was taking an Uber ride, mm-hmm. and because you know college student budget. Yeah. And um, one of the drivers was talking about how you know he's a Lyft driver and how the city of Atlanta is considering shutting down mm-hmm. and no one will be able to go out for a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. And this is concerning because his job depends mm-hmm. on other people, like it literally does. Yeah. And if he is unable to pick up, you know, do his job, mm-hmm. then he can't really... He can't support. pay his light bill, he can't like, pay rent. Yeah. He can't mm-hmm. pay light, he can't pay rent. And he mm-hmm. was also talking about how he has an electric car. Mm-hmm. And he, it took him three days to pay it off. He said he he needed to raise about... 36 a day to pay it off. It took him three days. And he was saying how if I don't have this job, how will I be able to pay off mm-hmm. for my car? Yeah. And it's just, I don't know. I I hope we have alternatives and I hope the city of Atlanta has enough money to mm-hmm. help drivers like this because yeah. this is the only job that they have. Yes, yeah, definitely. It's kind of weird. It goes back to a point. I thought of this like four months ago. Mm-hmm. And... I, I think it was through a couple articles that I saw on CNBC. And the tough part with Uber and Lyft is Uber is, I guess, like, or Lyft, they're the middleman. Yeah. They don't, people realize they don't own any of the cars. Mm -hmm. They just own the software that gets people to where if they want to be. And it's kind of become this weird thing as far as a lot of Uber or Lyft drivers, um, to my knowledge, they don't have, you know, different health benefits that other people would have in their jobs. And it's a really weird time as far as now because a lot of these people just don't have the benefits that maybe mm-hmm. other jobs have. Mm-hmm. And the fact that their job is all on people, trans, trans transportation, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and that's really like affected things. Um, I was, I was thinking too, as far as besides Uber and Lyft drivers, like it's not even like, yeah, of course, Postmates and people that, you know, that do that. But more of as far as the families are involved, as far as I would think, um, really nurses. Yes. Um, you have so many kids now having to go home mm-hmm. very quick, and it affects that to where you know if you let's think of it, if you're a nurse and if your kid has to go home, you want to be able to spend time with your kid or like you have to take care of them, yes. and then you can't be at their job. To where we need all the people, nurses, nurses, doctors, like everybody everything. right now. Yeah. Um, and it's really affected that, but, you know. No, most definitely. And another thing you have to also consider is that these nurses and these doctors are constantly surrounded by this virus. Yeah. And as soon as they get this virus, mm-hmm. their inability to work equals no pay. Yeah. Which means they're unable to provide for their families. Mm-hmm. And God forbid if they're the only breadwinner in their family. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, what are, what do you think should be done about something like that considering Mm -hmm. how we're depending on these people so much yeah is there do you think there's any way to avoid them being quarantined i'm I'm not the guy to ask that question (laughs) no that's absolutely fine like it's i don't know the answers to that it's gonna be really tough to see how people or what america does as far as you know self-quarantine like i was What's gonna happen with flights? I was I was supposed Ooh. to I was supposed to leave on Saturday. Mind you, right now it's a Monday. <laughs> and yesterday, um, I was doing I was just editing some stuff for my podcast, and my dad calls me. I'm like, my dad doesn't call me. Typically, I call him, <laughs> and he's like, uh, I was looking at flights. Um, are you trying to leave like some days earlier? Mom is getting really spooked as far as what she saw on the news, as far as they might start you know canceling flights around America. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you need to get home ASAP. And I was like, wow, okay, you know. And that's when it really hit. I was like, wait, if I left like four or five days later, maybe I couldn't, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't think it'll really put because we. Ha- it, it hasn't got bad yet. People will have to realize like it's gonna get really bad. Um, these next three to five months are gonna be rough. Most um, definitely. But really trying to, you know, I guess grasp it. I haven't, I haven't grasped it yet. Um, I don't think we both will so we both get back home and we're like, we're chilling. We're like, this yo, there's crazy. nothing to do. Like, we can't go anywhere. We're going to be doing, like, our online stuff in the room. Like, Yeah, no, most definitely. This feels like a movie. Yeah. I'm just waiting for them to say cut. Yeah, and then it's everything not like is that. Over. 
So I had a question to you as far as um, a lot of college students have been talking about this. Yeah, of course. Um, every institution has done different things. You know, more often Spelman, they gave us about really a week and a half to move out. Mm -hmm. um, Harvard gave their students a week, but they were in classes at the time, which was, that was, that was tough when I heard that. Um, I heard certain schools like Berkeley, to what I believe, they're now, they haven't told students to leave. They put all everything online, but they said if you need to stay here, you can, you know. And I was wondering as far as for you, like, do you think students will get a reimbursement on their room and board? Uh, it's crazy because I was just talking to a friend about this mm -hmm. earlier. And I actually found out, if I'm not mistaken, please correct me if I'm wrong, that Morehouse and Clark will probably get the reimbursement. Um, I could be wrong, though. Hmm, who said that? I'm wondering. <laughs> uh, just a friend of mine, and I kept hearing it on social media, but just because of the Yeah, social media, like people were signing a petition that there wasn't going to be online, online classes. classes like, which is some bogus. Yeah, like it's happening, like, you know. So, but like I said, I could be mistaken. I probably am. Mm -hmm. um, but there's basically, I'm trying to say that there's a huge um, chance that Morehouse and Clark will get their reimbursed on their board being paid back and Spellman not. And mm, I why just not think Spellman? Because it's Spellman. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a shot fire. I love Spellman. I love mm. you. Um but I probably won't we probably won't get it back. Not anything? So. I don't That's really think tough. so. Because when I first heard the news I was like tuition's not gonna come back. Oh, just because like people everybody was saying tuition like it's still getting your classes. classes. You're not you're not there, but that's what it is. You're getting your classes. You know, you're still being taught. The room and board part. I was telling people, I was like, hold on, because they have to figure out the online class system yet yeah. first. So like, I remember the first day people were putting in group chats and DMs and tweeting like, so when am I gonna get my reimbursement on room and board? And I was like. This just happened like 24 hours ago. Give them some time to yeah. really process this and put some procedures in place. And honestly, I think that's going to be up to conversation these next couple of weeks. And I hope and I feel like this could, pos could possibly happen that the money we paid for room and board could possibly roll into next semester. Mm. That would make the most sense, you know, mm -hmm. because I don't think they, you know, they take this money, they apply it to room and board already. This yeah. is something that's been set in stone. Mm -hmm. So I don't think they would take away that money, but instead let it roll over. Yeah. I mean, I just don't know, at least for our schools, like we already, we already have a lot, a lot of financial problems and, you know, think of all the workers that work here and they're just, it's cut off so fast to where they yeah. can't, they're not, they can't work here anymore, you know? And it's just, it's a really tough time, you know, as far as you know, what schools are going to do with the money that they have and what they do not have. Because yeah, yeah. you have parents that are screaming and pissed right now yes, because their kid has to leave and they still paid like thousands of dollars for their kid to live here, eat here, go to school here. Um, it's just, it's a really tough time. But, you know, onto that point, I was thinking about as far as we were talking about classes going online. Mm -hmm. um, you know, how do you feel about that now? us going having online classes and having to do that that route i feel like it's a good and a bad thing and i say this because you know having classes online suits certain types of learners so as you guys know there's three types of learners there's audio visual and very hands-on mm -hmm. and i feel like this having taking online classes suits the very audio and visual learners but for hands-on is mm -hmm. you're not really i mean you have your hands on your computer mm -hmm. but there's it's a difference it's a difference yeah you know? mm -hmm. and so i feel like this could benefit audio and visual learners as it probably has in person keep looking at me like yes guys i am an <laughs> auto and visual learner uh, um. <laughs> uh, disclaimer i am a very hands-on learner so mm -hmm. i will be struggling to some extent um so I think it's going to be very challenging for learners like me to find a kind of a common ground, like a way to pick up material as well as suit our learning style as mm -hmm. well. And I also think there's a huge difference between being able to see the teacher and then just hearing their voice. Yeah. You know? And I feel like that's going to have people take in information very differently. Mm -hmm. So that's going to suit our audio learners. Mm -hmm. um, but possibly for the visual, if there are none, that's mm -hmm. where the problems can come into play as well. So I'm just concerned about, 
I feel like this could be helpful because it can save a lot of energy. And now teachers are actually forced to post our post grades. Post our grades or post yeah. like what's actually a blackboard <laughs> or campus or whatever. Because that was the most irritating thing about in-person learning is that you really weren't informed about your grade. You would have to go and set an appointment with the teacher mm-hmm. to find out about your grade mm-hmm. and then the things you could do to improve it or to maintain mm-hmm. it. But now teachers, that's one of the good things about it. Teachers are actually forced to put everything We still have online. teachers that don't put the syllabi in, you know, Blackboard or Canvas or whatever platform that, you're in, that an institution uses, you are know? Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. I still have professors that never put the syllabi in there. And I'm emailing them like, yo, can you actually put it in there now? Because... Oh, so I have a question for you then. How do you think you're going to survive <laughs> with this change? Um... For me personally, I feel like I'm going to be fine. Okay. Um, when I first heard this, as far as classes going online, I think people have to realize a lot of people don't have laptops. They don't have yeah, Wi-Fi. Um, you have people who need, um, you know, certain assistance as far as you know, learning disabilities and stuff like that. So that's really going to be tough. Yeah. Um, for me personally, I thought of it as. as I think I was more mad, and you know me. Like I love, <laughs> yes. I love the dialogue that I get in classes. I love asking really tough questions. Yes. I love speaking about you know how I feel about things and just being in that space. Like I'm not gonna lie, like, I actually enjoy going to my classes. You know, yeah. I, I enjoy being with the people. And so now it's going online to where I'm just gonna learn a term or learn a theory, and I can't really put that into practice. You yeah. know, for instance, like I have a public speaking class. <laughs> What are we going to do now if I post speaking class online, you know? We're going yes. to do our speeches through, like, FaceTime, you know? Oh, like, and so many things could go wrong with that. Somebody's yeah. Wi-Fi is lagging, poor mm-hmm. connection. Yeah, it's just, it's not going to, it's going to be really weird. Um, but as far as, like, me learning and picking up the material, I feel like I'll be fine because me, I'm just going to use YouTube. Um, yeah. I'm just going to, think, just kind of figure it out. I know certain classes are going to be tough as far as I'm wondering how tests are going to be now. Yes. Um, yeah. That and for art majors, their classes. Mm, yeah. Because part of my classes, I'm not sure about you, um, but part of my classes are very artsy. Like, I'm mm-hmm. taking a materials and concepts class and an innovation, technology, and art class. And mm-hmm. those require being... Those require... Um, being in certain spaces so Mm -hmm. for my innovation class we have to be in the innovation lab you know Mm -hmm. I don't have an innovation lab back at home yeah (laughs) like that's just Mm -hmm. no that's not gonna happen and I do have a sewing machine but Mm -hmm. that's probably gonna stay here yeah so it's like how will we be able to continue our work in these various classes Mm And still do well. Yeah. And for tests, just to go back to what you were saying, mm-hmm. it's just, I don't like how it's online because it leaves space for people to cheat. And mm. then people aren't really picking up the material. They aren't really learning. They're just trying to pass the class, you know? Yeah. How do you think you're going to deal with taking tests? I feel like you're a really good test taker. No, I'm not. You're Stop. Not. <laughs> no, definitely not. I am never been a test taker. Um, you know, I, I would say this as far as it's going to be weird. I mean... The way, you know, you typically take tests is, you know, you just go in, you have a test, mm-hmm. you have an hour to take it, and you're done. Now, I believe it's going to be a lot of, you know, let's say a professor has, there's a one day there's going to be an exam. Yes. They'll post the exam, and you have one hour to complete it. So it depends whenever, wherever you start. You start the exam, and you have that hour to complete it, and once it's done, it's done, and you can't mm-hmm. do anything about that. It's going to be a tough time to where they're going to have, there are, there are students who, they're going to, and I'm just saying this, I can already see it happening. A student might mess up on an exam or don't feel like they did well and then email their professor saying, my Wi-Fi got messed up when it really didn't get messed, messed up, up. And they're just mm-hmm. trying to get an extra chance in the exam. You yes. know, it sounds harsh and brutal, but I just thought of that. It's you know, very realistic. Students can do that now. Yeah, most definitely. So how do you think, well, I'm not, I don't want to put you on the spot. That's cool. Um, But what do you think is the best way to solve something like this from happening? (sighs) With online classes, it's so tough. Like, you couldn't... You couldn't, like, do one thing to where, like, oh, I'm going to put everybody in, like, some chat, and you guys all have to do the exam at the same time. We're on different time zones. We're all living in different places with different circumstances. You can't do that. Yeah. Um, 
Honest, I honestly feel like the students, it, and it really depends on your major, depends, depends on the it's classes. For me, I feel like I'll be fine, and my GPA might be a lot better now because I don't have to go in and take an actual, you know, take an actual test. I can just, you know, I can now what I can do. Teacher gives a study guide. I research all my stuff, put it in a Quizlet. I have the test here and the Quizlet to the side, and I'm just like scrolling through, just putting the answers. I can do that now instead of to where, you know, if I had to just a test and I had to just from all memory, mm-hmm. it, that's going to change up things. So. I don't know. For me, it's going to be, I feel like I'll be fine, but I can tell for you it's going to be, it's going to be a struggle. Watch out. <laughs> um, yeah, a little bit of one. But what I was going to say to any college students that are listening to this, um, use your network like really mm-hmm. well during a time like this. I think people have to realize that, you know, I always, I'm really big on team, you know, having a great team in what you do. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us now we're at points to where we're all different places. Um, for the ones that do, if you have an iPhone, if you're thankful enough or blessed to have a laptop, <laughs> yes. use that, you know, like, yes, most definitely. I'm telling for all of you guys who are in classes right now, anybody create group chats. <laughs> I don't care if that's group me. I know iMessage can be a lot, but create group chats, yes. do something so you can work together um, because this is being a trying time yes. and you just got to figure out a way. Um, and I say that, you know, um, more because I think people, a lot of people are going to try to do things by themselves and forget about certain things where it's mm-hmm. like, no, it, people, it's still GPA and it's still going to go into what you want to do, you know, post-grad. So mm-hmm. really try to build a great team yeah. and use your network wherever, you know, I know mm-hmm. we're on self-quarantine. So I was about to say, um, you know, go to Starbucks with a friend and do stuff. <laughs> can't no, do that can't now. Do that. Can't do that now. So I'm just really big, you know, as far as. It doesn't matter what college you go to. If you have a friend and you have an idea of what their major is or what class they're taking, hey, be like, hey, can I FaceTime you and ask you about this, you know? Yeah. Use technology to your benefit. And y'all can both have a tea time together or FaceTime. Yeah, this is best of But I also wanted to add one more thing before you start a new topic. Mm-hmm. I think one of the pros of this is the fact that it forces people to work together. I feel like oftentimes in college, as for me, I'm not sure about a lot of people, but I'm, I like to do things on my own, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't like having to depend on people. Mm-hmm. But this, I feel like, will teach me how to effectively communicate with other people mm-hmm. as well as work with team members, basically those team members being yeah. people in my class so that we can all reach the same goal yeah. of actually passing the class. It's funny you say that because I was thinking not just too with the students, but I think people have to realize now with professors... I think we touched on it before as far as they're going to be forced now to actually learn and get the technology. Mm-hmm. But this really actually could translate to something good down the line in Most definitely. other semesters when we're older in college, you know, because for us now, it's like, yo, you use this, like, you know how to do this, you know, mm-hmm. um, which eats its own, it depends. Um, but for me, you know, I, I wrote this bullet point down more of just, I really, I think it was actually the first thing I thought about. Um, and then my friends were like, yo, you're tripping. And I was like... <laughs> commencement ceremonies are going to end up being postponed and oh. i was i was hurt because you know i had like three of them um, some of my bigger bros like they were like mentors to me like my real big brothers like uh-huh. for y'all who are listening to this like i don't have any big brothers <laughs> um i was always like the oldest one in my family he is the big brother so when i you know when i met them it was like you know like you guys are like people i look up to and i can talk yeah. to about anything and i was set to go to their commencement you know i was set to where i was going to stay the extra week and you know be out here at morehouse and be a commencement Mm -hmm. and now that's probably not going to happen you know i don't know i don't think you should completely rule it out only because it is march now now hold up hold up before you make that face y'all he's making a face (laughs) (laughs) i know things can really just hit the fan Mm -hmm. like month like weeks beyond now yeah but i also think we should we don't think i don't think we should completely rule it out because of the fact that it is so far away there's a possibility you realize people graduate in about like (laughs) two months people more also said to graduate may 18th it is march 16th right now and to leave this i'm not saying this because i'm no expert like disclaimer but for the research i've done these next four to five months are going to be really rough if think of it if the NBA is saying they're probably not going to start playing basketball games till July, what makes me think a whole commencement ceremony for a university or a college is going to happen in two months? 
I just can only imagine how these seniors, seniors? are feeling. Because you work so oh, hard yeah. only for something as simple as a virus, virus to mess virus everything to mess up. up. It's just, I I just really hope they find a way to make it. I know it's not going to be the same because it's not going to be in person. But I think that's where our students and our creativity um, come into play. I was about to say your College culture <laughs> creativity. creativity. Oh, my God. We didn't, we didn't speak about that. How my... Um, how my radio show is now going to yes. be postponed because of the virus. And I'm so mad because, like, you're... It's very good, y'all. Like, if you just... I'm, I'm just Thank being you a good for friend. the plug. Like, not even just as a good friend, but, like, if I didn't know Kendall, it's very informative. And he's very mature for our age, just saying. Thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but, yeah, and I hate that so much because you're just getting into the groove of things. Yeah. We only had three three shows so far, and when I got the news, I was like, "Yeah, I gotta move back home, and we can't have the radio show," which is which is fine. Um, but yeah, it does suck. Like you start your radio show and you're going, "Yep, we have all these ideas," and you know we're just about to collab. And I had two months worth of because think <laughs> of it, our show we go two times a week, so we got yeah. a bunch of shows planned. And now it has to stop and we can't come back to like August or September. Yeah, but I feel like you could look at it at this from a positive perspective and really use this to hone in on the materials on the materials you already have planned mm-hmm. for your future episodes and really kind of make it better. Yeah. I'm sure it's already amazing as it is, but you can e- make it even more amazing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, certain ideas that I want to implement, you know, now I can really like hone in on those and when I come back, you know, mm-hmm. it's just bigger and better. Um, but kind of back to like our seniors, like having no commencement, um, I was speaking to one of my friends, um, one of my friends, his name's Austin Jeter, um, Mm -hmm. for any of y'all who listened, um, to this podcast, um, he (laughs) was on episode, I believe six, it was Silicon Valley versus Wall Street Culture. Oh, wow. And we did that episode to where when I was back, I was a freshman and he was a junior and, you know, we were talking about him a little bit, how he's about to graduate in a year. And it now just all ends. Like a lot of seniors, especially people are on spring break. People are living good. Imagine you're in a foreign country. You're about to graduate. Like everything's good. And you just get an email from your institution saying you yeah. got to move out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I don't know. To me, I think that's out of all the things that have been going on with this coronavirus. I really, I really did feel bad for the seniors that like can't graduate to when they want to. Most you know. Definitely. Um, but the biggest thing that I really thought of as far as, you know, classes going online and coronavirus kicking all students out of different universities Mm -hmm. is how do you think this is going to affect, um, our GPA, which translates to internships and graduate school? Oh, I was thinking about this the other day. I think it could be both good and bad. Like I said, I feel like it depends on the type of learner you are. Mm -hmm. Because for people who struggle with in-person classes, they will excel Mm -hmm. for the most part Mm -hmm. um, when it comes to these online classes. Mm -hmm. And um, I just, I I really hope that teachers work with us. My -hmm. concern is that teachers won't because of their frustration because no teacher I don't think wants to be going through this right now at all Mm -hmm. and my concern is that some of them because we all have those professors Mm -hmm. that won't work with us Mm -hmm. and won't help us to make our grades better Mm -hmm. Um, so my concern is that we won't for some of us get the help that we need which Mm -hmm. will affect our GPAs but I feel like for the most part because all of these teachers really are a lot of them are trying to help us Mm -hmm. and really have our best interests at heart they're going to work with us and Mm -hmm. I feel like for some of us our GPAs will rise and And um, some some, people's will drop yeah because I feel like it depends on the professor to be honest you know yeah I mean I was um I, I was on Instagram and my boy, uh, Stefan, uh, <laughs> he's in New York, and he, he's put, he said something on Instagram. It was like IGTV, and it was like, all oh, college students should listen, should listen to this. And I was like, okay, I'll listen to it. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest tips he gave, um, this can not just be, you know, not just for myself, but for anybody who is listening to this that is a college student, is apply more pressure. Like, just Most definitely don't let off the gas pedal. Like, this is the time to where you have to go harder, because if you have a huge GPA drop, Especially for people who are my age, who are sophomores going to our junior year. Mm-hmm. Some students, you know, really trying to get that first big internship. 
Yeah. If you don't have, you know, that 3.0, that 3 here, that 3.5, which I don't believe GPA determines intelligence. It's not. But, you know, it does, it affects, you know, internship opportunities, you know, whether it's fair or not. And what I'm saying is for college students is really like honing on your skills or your academics because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, a recruiter or a person who's interviewing you, let's say in November, you, you can maybe make the excuse as far as, oh, coronavirus, I had to move. The recruiter's going to think every student in America had to deal with this. What's your excuse? It mm -hmm. sounds rough, and it's but tough it's, it's tough because everybody has different circumstances. You know, there's people There are people right now who are going through a lot right now to where it's going to suck when they're home. Mm -hmm. And you have people where it's, they're going to go home and they're totally fine. Yeah. But from a recruiter's perspective or uh, you know, someone that's interviewing you, they're going to think every college student had to go through the same things. What's your excuse? Yeah, most definitely. And that's what's going to make it hard. However, I feel like, of course, you. I agree with you when you said our GPA doesn't determine our intelligence. So if you know for a fact that school isn't your biggest, mm -hmm. you're not great at it. You yeah. know, you're not, it's not your best thing. I think you should take this as an opportunity to really, like you said, hone in on your skill. Mm -hmm. Because, okay, you might not be good at school, but you're going to be good yes. at this great mm -hmm. thing. Be and that's more. I feel like that's personally more important. I know a lot of recruiters aren't like that's that. That's a though. good tip. Like, um, let's say if you're a college student and you know, like, your grades aren't as, are as good, you know, during this time, hone in on your writing skills, create a yeah. blog, you know, mm -hmm. start writing articles, um, do something like this, create a podcast while you're at it, you know, like, <laughs> I mean, but not all of us could be. No, nah, okay, too. okay, I'm not that great. <laughs> um, you know, anything as far as, you know, just creating either content or trying to provide value to people in some type of way, mm -hmm. you know. Just try to do something because, you know, during these two, three months, wherever it is, try to pick up a different skill to where when you are in those interviews in the fall, yeah, you have something to speak about besides, you know, just grades. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, most definitely. And the fact is, too, take this opportunity to read. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I feel like we're going to be staring at our screens so yeah, much. Yeah, Twitter and Snapchat, it's like, yo, go read. I was doing yes. that last week. I was like, can I got a full week just read? <laughs> like... <laughs> Stopping on Instagram all the time. <laughs> but it's so hard because we're so used to looking at our screens. I could get into a whole different topic with that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I feel like you should take that as an opportunity to hone in on your skills because at the end of the day, of course your GPA matters to some extent, but that mm -hmm. doesn't make you who you are. Mm -hmm. You know, you are much more valuable than your GPA. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of recruiters will see that in your experience, mm -hmm. which will only increase the more you really hone in on the skills that you have what you can do within these next two months you know mm -hmm. how are you going to use these next two months do you have any Me? books yeah okay so I can, some things like i have <laughs> i have some plans some things i actually can't release i got some things that i'm going to be okay, that okay. i'm going to be in the works um but for me definitely trying to read more um that's a big thing mm -hmm. um Trying to just pick up different skills via YouTube, um, yeah. other things, kind of like life things. It sounds weird, but I'm really trying to. I'm. I'm. I, this is a bad thing. I'm not great <laughs> at cooking. And what? Yeah, I'm terrible. So <laughs> I'm definitely gonna try to learn how to cook more. Um, mm -hmm. You know, just certain things with that that nature. I'm really just trying to get better at small things, yeah. be a better uh, young adult. Um, <laughs> but definitely, I have, I have a couple projects that are in the works that I can't okay. speak about, but I'll be getting to them. Um, but I was thinking as far as, too, with the GPA, um, I told you this, and I think that was, for me personally, everybody has different things that they're going through as far as this virus. Um, you know me, I was, I've been wanting to go to Los Angeles for about two and a half years. <laughs> yes. I pursued media and tech internships in LA and New York forever. Mm -hmm. And I finally got my offer from Yay. NBC Universal um, to, be, to, be a, to be an intern with them. And I got my housing totally paid for. Like everything, That's was, what I was like every about. like everything was looking set, great for the summer. <laughs> I was happy. I was finally like, I feel like I got money, monkey off my back. Mm -hmm. And now it's to like, oh wow, this actually might not happen because of Corona. Yeah, yeah. I feel like okay. Just a, a disclaimer: I woke up today and I I got um. I was on Twitter, and you know, like the uh, the company Complex Networks. Yeah. They just sent out a tweet saying they're no longer doing summer twenty twenty internships because of Corona. Oh, yeah. Gosh. So. Uh, that's honestly, but I feel like you can look at this from an optimistic point of view. Of course, it's gonna suck. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely gonna suck not being able to go to these 
internships in person and have these experiences Mm -hmm. but the fact is you got in yeah and what you can do is contact the people people within these media companies and say okay um, I'm trying to hone in on my skills, really do as best as mm-hmm. I can with my academics, considering the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Is there any advice? Can I just mm-hmm. talk to you? Can you be my yeah. mentor? <laughs> just be ready when the opportunity comes. Exactly, you know? mm-hmm. because they're going to see that you made this connection and see, okay, amidst this coronavirus, he or she is prepared. Are they? We can't mm-hmm. be biased. Yeah. Uh, they're prepared. Mm-hmm. and they really have their stuff together I don't see why we can't give them another chance you know yeah so yes of course it's gonna it's gonna suck not being there yeah cause I was definitely ready for my Los Angeles <laughs> summer about to be living no, good no I like, completely understand that but um you know I'm not gonna lie that, that does suck and if I do that, get that confirmation email I'm just probably gonna cry um but you know like I'm just no 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 like I'm honestly like when you say that like oh no like I'm still blessed to where I am I've, I've, I have a great family I have a great support system and it's still secured you know mm-hmm. maybe it won't happen this summer it might be next summer and that yeah. you know that's that's totally fine with me yeah but I'm expecting a seven course meal when we get back oh, <laughs> I'm not on spot oh my goodness but I do have a question though mm-hmm. because you're really blessed like you stated previously mm-hmm. but what do you what advice do you have for students who don't have those support systems from their families that's hard that, yeah. like mental health is playing a huge mm-hmm. um parts in this whole coronavirus mess mm. whether you realize it or not yeah and being at home for some people can affect your mental health even more that's why we at least for me that's why i left mm. you know i didn't want my mental health to be more affected than what it already is so do you have advice for people who aren't see to me that's it's it's crazy you say that because before i did this episode i did i use i you know the instagram questions where you can ask people a yes. bunch of different questions about mm-hmm. anything so I just put like the question as far as like coronavirus, like what can be the pros and cons of this? Mostly yeah. cons, of course. And the thing that kept getting the answers were like family, 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 like family situations, going back home, mental health. And for me, that's something to where like when people ask that, I feel like that's so subjective. Like I can say advice of what to do, but everybody's, everybody's family is so different, you know? Yeah. And I feel like I'd be... I will be ignorant to give people advice about what they should do with their family situations to where like I'm not in the room. I don't know them personally. Yeah. You know, like I can I can tell you, you know, be a nice person. Um, I'll try to understand where they're coming from. But there's only so much you can, you can there's only so much you can do. Like people have like terrible situations to where you couldn't I don't wanna act like I can I can relate when I can't, you know. Yeah, no. So you know, that's as far as thing as you have to, I wouldn't even say figure out yourself, but if you have friends who are in maybe those same situations, mm-hmm. I would say speak to them about it maybe. Yeah. Um, but for me personally, I don't want to give out false information or false hope when I, I can't relate to that situation. situation. I feel like a lot of people forget that, you know, like if you can't relate to something situation, don't yeah. act like you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't want to be on my podcast saying do X, Y, and Z to when I can't relate to that, you yeah. know? No, that makes absolute sense. Um, but it, it definitely will be, I think that's the toughest part that people have to realize as far as the family situations, people going back home. Yeah. You know, for even, let's say it's just two months, it's self-quarantine. Like, you can't even go to, like, you're not even supposed to go to your friend's house or whatever. Like, you're just supposed to be home. Yep. And, you know, it's going to be tough, you know. Yeah. Yeah, people to where they really can't hold, you know, think of, think of it. Let's say you have a lot of kids and they all have to come back home from college. Some people don't have an amount, the right amount of bedrooms, you know, mm-hmm. or, you know, the amount of food that they need yeah, now, yeah. you know, like it's just going to be, it's definitely going to be a lot. I For think sure. that's, I think we can both agree the family situation will be the toughest part Most of this definitely. coronavirus issue. Um, Most definitely. So. Just mental health, period. Mm-hmm. Because it's already hard to deal with in person, you mm-hmm. know. Um but it's especially hard to deal with the wrong family. Mm-hmm. And you already know we could go into this. Um, that could be another um, episode. We're going to get it done at um, some point next semester. <laughs> I, I got yeah, you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Because you already know the black community and mental health, period. You yeah. Know? So I feel like this could be a good and a bad thing because it forces you to have those conversations with family members. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just now really getting comfortable with having those conversations with my parents, mm-hmm. which is making them more aware of how they should treat my siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is a benefit coming from that. But there's mm-hmm. a lot of people who also 
don't know how to react to that. Yeah. Who still are trying to deal with things internally on their own. Mm -hmm. So when their child comes up to them with, you know, all these issues saying, hey, mom, dad, I have to stay at home, but I'm also struggling to do well in school Mm -hmm. because of the fact that I'm dealing with, I don't know, for example, depression. Mm -hmm. And these parents don't have that experience and aren't really helping their child out. It's like... Yeah. That can affect their GPA too. Definitely. Um, so I, I, I really, my thoughts and prayers really go to people who have mental health mm-hmm. um, problems because it's it's a struggle out here. Mm-hmm. It really is a struggle, but I hope they know that they're not alone in yeah. that struggle. Yeah, I mean, you can have said any better. Um, shoot, you talk really well. I just noticed <laughs> this on this podcast. Oh, I'm like, thank wow. You, thank you. Um, but yeah, like I think we both agreed, like family situations are going to be the toughest thing. And then mm-hmm. mental health, you know, how people are dealing with that. It's going to be a tough time. Um, Most definitely. You know, I was wondering for you, like, what is kind of some of your concluding thoughts about this virus as far as how things are going to go? I think we've all gotten to a point, at least people who are intelligent, who are like to, you know, be in the loop as far as what's going on, mm-hmm. you know, within society is that this issue is very bad oh, and sorry. it's not going to be a two-week thing it's not going to be a one-month thing it's not going to be a three-month thing <laughs> um it's it's going to be like a really tough time and we all have to learn how to maneuver through this in oh, different sorry. ways um i really want to do this episode mainly with you um just because you know i think you're one of the first people that we talked about this like i said like Yo, I'm going to have to move back home. And you're like, what? I'm like, yeah, this is serious. I think, what, did, I, did I actually text you first about this? I think you texted me. And I was just thinking to myself, wait, the Kindle camp has to go back No, no, home. no. It's everybody has to go home. That's what you think about. <laughs> no, but yeah, but you're, you're my best friend. Like, mm-hmm. you're literally one of my closest friends. So I'm just thinking to myself, what? Mm-hmm. I, I can't fathom this. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel like that's something a lot of people are still struggling to deal with. The fact that. I can't just walk to my friend's dorm and yeah. say, hey, you want to get some Chick-fil-A? No, think of it. Wait, you're from the D.C. area. I'm from California. Like, that's a 3,000 mile drive. <laughs> like, I'm thinking to myself, what am I about to do? Yeah. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. But I guess some of my concluding thoughts will be, use this as a time to really just talk to people that you didn't really get a chance to talk to mm-hmm. previously. And make those connections with them because I think you're really going to find out who your real friends are mm-hmm. throughout this entire thing. Mm-hmm. Use this as an opportunity to connect with your family. I most definitely am because I am one of those people who struggles with mental health and mm-hmm. uh, family members, accepting family members who mm-hmm. recognize that this is a legitimate problem. Yeah. Um, so really use this as a time to educate them and educate yourself more on how yeah. you can better yourself and um, kind of come up with ways on how you can deal with this while trying to keep up uh, your GPA. Um, but also realize that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. You're you're not reach alone. out. Please, please mm-hmm. reach out to your classmates. Classmates or anybody. People yeah. who used to be in middle school, high school with. Like, yeah. I would say this, like, pick up the phone and call people you haven't spoke to in a while. Most definitely. You don't know what their life has been, you know, what's been going on. You know, just mm-hmm. ask them how they've been or what, they're, what they learned. You know, we, yeah. we take... I do with my friend... Um, my friend Ryan, like he's at Stanford and we'll talk every six months and we'll kind of just, you know, bounce off ideas as far as how life is going. And, you know, I would say that just pick up the phone and call people and just, you know, ask them how their day is going. Is going, Yeah. And take this, use this as an opportunity to really educate yourself on your skills and figure out not exactly what you're, what you want to do in life because we're still trying to figure that out. Yeah, definitely. Um, but really start to figure out, okay, what am I interested in? What are mm. the fields? that are based off of this interest, what are the possible jobs that I could really apply for? Mm-hmm. Um, and start to, honestly, I would reach out to, everybody has that dream college for grad school. Mm-hmm. Reach out to professors. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you, I've done that, I did that for uh, Parsons, the new school, mm-hmm. you know, where Mark Jacobs, Alexander Wang went, mm-hmm. and I reached out last summer mm-hmm. thinking, okay, I'm just going to try this. I don't know how it's going to end up, but mm-hmm. the least I can say is that I tried. tried. Mm-hmm. And it ended up with the professor sending me his textbook. Mm-hmm. Like, take this as an opportunity to make those connections, mm-hmm. but also take this as an opportunity to focus on yourself as well. Yeah. Do you have any advice to add to that list? Honestly, I couldn't. <laughs> like, you hit it on the head. Like, everything you said was... 
perfectly spot on. Just, you know, really try to plan out, think about your life as far as what you want to do. Reach out to people, yeah. especially because you know some of these people, they're at home, you know. They have they, nothing better to do. Some of these people, yeah, it's like that, you know, <laughs> to the ones that are blessed to where they can be home and be fine, you know, like reach mm-hmm. out to them. And, um, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a tough time, but I believe we're going to get through this and I feel like America even the world in general we're going to be we're going to be stronger after this after this virus so. most definitely yeah and i also think we can use this as an opportunity to um just acknowledge the fact that we shouldn't let things get bad mm-hmm. for us to pay attention to it mm-hmm. because i think that was the problem a lot of people were, i forgot who specifically it was but we were joking about it. We weren't really mm-hmm. thinking, okay, yeah. this could actually get much worse. Mm-hmm. Um, but it did. And it mm-hmm. will continue to until we find a vaccination and until, you know, it just yeah. hits a limit. Um, but really take this as an opportunity to not allow things to get worse, you know, mm-hmm. to if we see something being a problem, and this is just with anything, mm-hmm. just to fix it right then and there and not let it grow into an even bigger problem, you know? Yeah. Um, I feel like we don't really take an issue seriously until we see that people are dying from mm-hmm. it. And then we're like, oh, snap, like this is an actual problem, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I feel like we should take this as an opportunity to really recognize that we can fix things before they get worse mm-hmm. yeah. and um yeah. yeah talk to your professors yeah yeah <laughs> you hit it on the head um but yeah thank you so much for coming on this podcast thank you for having me it means a lot and we'll definitely you know we'll link up back in i guess august september <laughs> um Hopefully. got you got three thousand mile difference so probably not gonna see oh. you for a minute but you know just thank you so much um thank you guys so much for listening to this episode a privileged black kids. Thank you guys for listening to that episode of Privileged Black Kids. If you liked the episode, take a screenshot and post in your Instagram stories with your feedback that you are listening to this podcast. You can tag my personal account, which is at underscore Kendall Camp, or tag and follow our main page at Privileged Black Kids Podcast. Also, you can tag and follow Grayson's Instagram, which is at G dot imani i'll put the link to those in the description also subscribe on apple Podcasts and spotify to hear more content of privileged black kids and give a rate and review if you like this podcast as well again thank you guys so much for all the support and thanks for listening to privileged black kids